Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 110. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Caroline Borders. And this episode is special for a number of reasons. One, in that it is our second anniversary here with the show. And secondly, although we've recorded this well in advance, this is the last time that you and I are going to be sitting here together recording an episode, Caroline, although there are future conversations that have been pre-recorded that will be released after this anniversary. But I think we'd both agree that it felt fitting that this episode should be our last together in a chance to reflect on what we've done and discuss the future of the show as well. So to begin with, I don't know if I've ever asked you what your impressions were when I first requested that you be a new co-host sometime in February of 2015. Do you remember what went through your head when I approached you for this? I remember thinking, oh, wow, Kip wants me to do this really neat thing with him that he clearly cares a lot about. I didn't anticipate it being, I think, as much work as it ended up being, which wasn't bad work. But when you're asked to basically come talk with someone for a few times a week, you're like, oh, I can do that. That's easy. And you don't think about the skills that are required to do something like that. And the idea that I would get better at certain things. But mostly it was excitement and flattery when you first asked me. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And so the audience might have a little bit of insight into the behind the scenes work. I would say at first you were doubtful of your abilities, at least to an extent. And while I appreciate that humility, I asked you way back when because I knew that we would have good conversations as we had had before we'd ever recorded them for a podcast. And I would also say so that the audience might hear that I am thoroughly appreciative of your patience in dealing with my incessant perfectionism to try and record the right sound, and also phrasing that probably need not be as precise as I hope that it will be. Through all of that, you've remained very tolerant of my requests and curious times for recording if there's something urgent that I want to talk about. And you've often deferred to me on certain choices or when we might record certain episodes. But I have very much come to feel that you have just as much an ownership of what we've recorded and what we've produced as I have. And I can say for certain that I've learned a lot from you, not only about your opinions on the topics, but in how thoughtful you are when you approach any of the things that we've discussed, some of which might seem inane to various listeners or random individuals, but you've always treated any of the topics that we've discussed, whether it's your interest or mine, with a lot of respect. And I think that absolutely comes through. And it has always meant a lot to me, because despite my passion for this show, There have absolutely been days where my energy is lacking and you've done something to salvage those conversations and leave me feeling that we have discussed something meaningful, and if not something meaningful, that we have discussed meaningfully whatever it was we brought to the table. And I thoroughly appreciate it, and I have definitely, at least in the context of this show, seen various abilities and skills of yours grow and develop in ways that have absolutely served our conversations, but I hope you feel will serve you beyond the show and later in life because you are a very articulate speaker and a very brilliant thinker. And I'm not just saying that for the sake of this recording. I'm glad that there is now record of me saying these things because they are true. And for those of you listening, if you haven't met Caroline and someday might, you would be lucky to have the chance to speak with her on any number of topics and share in her thoughts and insights as I have had the privilege to. And not to just stroke our own egos, but it really has been an honor working with Kip as well. And 
as I said, very flattering of him, not only to say those things to me pretty often, but also just to have asked me to come on the show because he has a lot more confidence in my own intellect sometimes than I do myself. And his, I wouldn't call it perfectionism, I'd call it precision and meticulousness when it comes to producing the content that we do, as well as the work he puts into editing everything behind the scenes. I would argue he puts a lot more into it than I do. I just come and talk for however long we need to talk, which is always such a cathartic, valuable, and rewarding experience, I'd say. But above all, I don't feel any need to have any patience or tolerance for him. It is always such a joy to come here and talk with him. And outside of recording, he is always such an attentive friend, always making sure he's asking how I'm doing. And he is truly a compassionate, engaged, and reflective in a very articulate way and a wonderful, wonderful way, I'd say, person. And I thank you very much for those kind words. And to discuss the show and its implications, I would really love to know, regarding the content that we've made and the conversations that we've had, what stands out to you about the past year and a half? And if there are certain things you think we did well, certain things we could have done better? I think the pure variety is really neat for us. I mean, a lot of the things you bring to the table, I'm not as familiar with. And a lot of the things I bring to the table, you might not be as familiar with. But we both, as you kind of said, approach it with an open mind and non-judgmentally and just engage really respectfully into the conversations. And I feel really proud of certain episodes, especially when we've talked about the Paris attacks last fall, as well as certain conversations on race and gender. I've always really enjoyed and found myself discovering new things as we go along in the conversation and analyze different pieces of it. But even topics I wasn't as familiar with, like robots or Black Mirror still resonated with me after talking about them because I think you come to identify with a lot of things that you just allow yourself to explore. The main thing I wish we'd done differently or could do better in the future is have more audience involvement and have more submitted topics from our listeners. I think the more content we produce that our listeners want to actually listen to themselves because maybe they're curious about it or maybe it's something they've never explored themselves or maybe it's something they're really passionate about that they want to hear our perspective on or someone else's perspective on, I think would be invaluable. I think would be really, one, fascinating learning what people outside of ourselves really are interested in and want to listen to and then also how we would react to those topics as well. I agree with you, and especially with what you said we had done well. I do believe that in most, if not all of our conversations, we've maintained an open-mindedness. And I also think we've become more precise in our conversations, because many of the topics that we've tackled do bear the risk of becoming more general and broad in conversation, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I think we owe it both to our listeners and also to ourselves to have relatively well-focused conversations, because that's when we get the most out of what we're discussing. And I would also say that I've noticed over time, as perhaps you have in editing, that we have become better speakers, more clear in our vocabulary, and less hesitant to say various things that we do mean and can articulate, but might have been reluctant to in the past. And I've also felt that we have become better co-hosts with one another, not only because we've found a dynamic with one another, but also as we have grown as college students and as researchers for various topics, I do think each conversation has informed the next 
and made us better at discussing more thoughtfully, with more nuance, with more clarity. And so, as a few listeners have often said that they believe the show will only get better over time, I feel precisely the same way. And I will thoroughly miss you as a co-host and hope that you might at points return as a guest because you would be more than welcome to do so. And in mentioning the episodes that exist beyond this anniversary, although we have many conversations pre-recorded both with you and with other guests, I would love to know, from now an outside looking in perspective, what you would like the show to become as you've gotten to know me and the show. Where do you see me taking it? What might you hope for in future co-hosts and future conversations? I'd really love to know. I can only see it going great places, but of course, I've worked with you a lot longer than maybe our listeners who haven't worked with you at all. And I've had that honor, but I think I can see you taking it kind of wherever you go. I'm not talking about wherever you live, but I'm talking about wherever you work and wherever you end up spending your time or in some ways making it instead of just talking about conversation topics, making it in some ways more anthropological because we'll be outside of this college bubble. And while there are so many different perspectives on this campus, they're often very academic, very intellectual, which I think is one component of this podcast. But I think talking to people in their daily lives and not just college students will be really fascinating and might offer a different take on a lot of the perspectives that we've broached. And I've thought a lot about this idea of finding someone who is a Trump supporter, a person who you respect, who knows why they support someone like Trump and having a conversation with them. Because I find that while we do have great conversations, we agree on a lot of the stuff that we talk about. And that in some ways is why we can go so in depth because there's no arguing about what's on the surface. It's all, oh, yes, we agree with these things fundamentally. So like, let's dig down to what's actually going on here and then we'll find more things that we agree with as we go. And while, yes, I think we've both learned how to articulate our beliefs really well, I'm excited to see how you articulate those with people that maybe don't hold your same worldview or don't share your same opinions and everything and maybe someone who disagrees with you more than I do. And I think that'll be really neat if you can explore something like that down the line. And I'm really, in some ways, looking forward to becoming part of the listening base as you go along. All of which are really important points, especially that you and I often agree and that these conversations would be more nuanced and probably more engaging if I had a co-host with whom I could respectfully disagree from time to time, if not more frequently. And as a final note in this episode, I'd like to speak directly to the listeners, although we always do, and say that we continue to appreciate not only your support and the fact that you listen, but for any of you who have engaged in conversations with friends or family or anyone because of the topics that we have discussed, it is an honor and in this digital millennium, a very rare and exciting privilege that the technology allows us to enjoy. And I always mean it when I say that we want this to be a conversation among, not simply between, because it is great to hear that people think about and engage with the ideas that we have, which we've never meant to disguise as expertise, but are always our honest opinions. And we hope as time goes on that we receive more and more listener feedback and engagement in the topics that we discuss and try to explore and honestly, in the confusion that we uncover, that which we do not understand and would love expertise and insight from those who do. 
And there are other ways that you as listeners can do a great deal to help us out. I typically save this for the end of the episode, but I imagine most people move on by that point, so I'd like to mention three simple but effective ways you could help, and I ask that you hear me out. First, if you use iTunes at all or listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a review of any length. It doesn't take very long and helps the show to become more visible to newer listeners. Secondly, if we've ever challenged or opened your thinking, or if you enjoy the show in any capacity, please mention it to one person you know who enjoys grappling with new ideas and would appreciate what we do here. And finally, contact us and let us know a bit about you. What episodes did you start with? What do you think about in your daily life? What aspects of our world do you find most often overlooked or in need of further reflection? And I would say, especially as it relates to you, Caroline, that while we've had a lot of listener feedback that I've really loved, a lot of it has been prompted by topics that you have brought. And I will miss that thoroughly because I think you have a keen eye for what people do want to discuss. And I hope I've served those topics well. But in any case where we've gotten feedback, I have always appreciated hearing from people. And so to those of you listening now, you must know that in the feedback and thoughts you provide, we find ample opportunity for reflection and appreciation. I, for one, can attest to the fact that this show and its listeners have continuously helped me to grow as an individual and as a thinker, and I can readily provide examples of my mistakes, underdeveloped ideas, or poorly worded moments for which corrections and guidance have done a great deal to help me develop a more thorough understanding of the topics at hand So while it may seem trivial or meaningless to send us a brief comment, tweet, or email, remember that this show is all about the diverse thoughts and feelings of the human experience, and we take substantial pride in and responsibility for the perspectives of you, our listeners. I can only second that. I am consistently astounded by people who have approached me, who write to us on iTunes, Twitter, or Facebook, who tell us how the podcast has affected them or simply how they've enjoyed listening to the podcast or how they've enjoyed a certain topic or opinion that we've shared. And each time I'm blown away because I think what we share is something that is unique and special, but also something that I feel any person could do if they wanted to, if they really wanted to share a meaningful conversation and I encourage people, maybe inspired from some of the conversations we've had on the show, to do that. And I hope that, as we say at the end of each episode, that you can share some of our conversations with friends and maybe have your own conversations. And like Kip was saying, all we can do is be grateful that we have people that want to listen to us prattle on about various topics that we have the privilege, as I've said many times, of talking about. As Kip goes forward with the show, and this is odd to say because I'm sure you will hear my voice again in the next six to nine months, but after that, as Kip said, I'd love to be a guest at some point. I hope that more of you will engage and will leave us topics or various ideas that you might find interesting. I think that will make the show live on in a really, really wonderful way. And so now from the last time in this studio, and at least for the moment, the last time recording with you, Caroline. As always, we'd like to thank all of you very much for listening, and from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark, very proudly, signing off. And this is Caroline Borders. We'll see you next time.